You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to April's Alignment Report, which although it will show as being published on the correct day, I do have to confess is being recorded quite late and I'm sorry to make you wait for it. We're going over what was aligned for me in April, what wasn't aligned, and my most meaningful actions this month. I've made you wait long enough. I'm just going to get right into it. In the aligned category, I had a Cosmic Insights Astrology session with Amelia this month. And I know like I talk a lot about human design on the podcast, but you have to know that I know way less about astrology. I know actually very little about astrology. I met Amelia inside a group that I'm in and that group is called Dreamers and Doers. She offered me a reading from her in April so we did that and on that reading we talked about some big transits that are coming up for me in the next year and I learned about my midheaven placement. Now you're either nodding your head in agreement right now or you're puzzled and like I get it. <laughs> I never remember much about readings that I have because so much of astrology is just like feels kind of beyond me and I feel like I get into some kind of alternate universe for like the entirety of the reading. I can feel myself integrating it in my subconscious after but I rarely actually remember the details of what was discussed but this session with Amelia was really good and we talked specifically about how I'm in a 12 perfection year, which was super interesting to learn about. That's the second time that that concept has surfaced for me this year. And then we also talked about how the Pisces transits might have me feeling the rest of the year. It explains a little bit about the season of life that I'm in right now. A little bit of a dip, a little bit of a low. Anyways, when I feel like I'm in a funk or when I'm on the cusp of something big or like something transformative, I love having a read done an astro reading because I can't interpret my own astrology myself and that helps me get some perspective on what I'm experiencing and I highly recommend Amelia I had a great session with her I'm going to put a link to her cosmic insight session inside the show notes that's a non-affiliate link uh, just passing that on because I think you might enjoy it number two in alignment this month I read so much I read paperbacks I listened to audiobooks you name it one of the books that I read well that I listened to is by an author that I met at an online event. I think I talked about it in March's alignment report, actually. So I met Coach Jenny at that event and so many people who were there recommended her book, Hilda. So right after the call, I bought it on Audible and I listened to it. It's a quick listen, actually, which is great. It's like, I think, under five hours. And the premise is this, that we all have this inner voice and usually that inner voice is disparaging. Usually it's saying all sorts of stuff about us that is mean and hurtful, whatever. And Coach Jenny calls hers Hilda. The book is all about what to do when your inner voice is trying to keep you safe, but it's also trying to talk you out of doing the things that you actually want to do. I thought it was a very comprehensive overview of all of the ways that the inner voice tries to lead you off track, lead me off track. And the book gave really practical advice 
about how to overcome each inner objection. So it like classified the different objections into categories and then gave practical advice about how to respond to the voice and how to move forward. It's geared toward business owners without being too entrepreneurial. I found the exercises in the book super helpful, super motivating. I definitely listened to this at the right time. The universe surfaced it for me at exactly the right moment. It helped me a lot in my current thinking about where CQC is heading, what's going on in my business. I 100% recommend listening to Hilda or ordering a paper copy either way. And I want to thank Coach Jenny for writing the book, essentially for like being willing to look at her own inner voice long enough so that she could learn from her inner voice and then share her insights. The link to Hilda, I'll put it in the show notes also. So that is a handpicked recommendation from me to you. Next in alignment news, I signed a new website client who works in the wedding industry. We're going to get started on her project super soon and we're going to be building on Squarespace and replacing a website that she explained to me on the sales call. She says that it never really felt like her. And so we're going to start from scratch, rebuild that and build a website that really does feel like her and that she can connect to. I can tell that the project is going to be transformative for this client. Also that it's going to positively impact her mindset and like how she shows up in her business. So I'm very pumped to start working on that. I also signed a new VIP client who is a life coach and she's the kind of life coach who's all about meditation and the Enneagram. So a super aligned client for me. I'm excited to work with her to give her clarity around all of her many ideas and help her to simplify her business model, improve her messaging and essentially figure out what her path forward is to market her services and to market her book. And P.S. Notice how many authors are coming into my world since I started talking, I think back in January, about how I want to write a book. I just keep telling the universe that I'm open to authors and books and publishing. And whereas before this year, I think I would have said I know zero authors. Now I'm in circles with many authors and the whole idea of book authorship is growing. And I would say that that's magic, but really it's just awareness. And that's been a very exciting shift. Next, I wish that my retreat and my travels were in the aligned category this month, but not so much. Where do I begin with this one? Uh, I don't even have a script for this part because... I had such high hopes for my retreat and for my two weeks of travel and COVID ruined pretty much every last one of those. So I tested positive and instead of working on social media and getting a photo shoot and doing a ton of yoga and living my best retreat life, I, because I tested positive for COVID, I had to do my isolation period in a motel in Mississauga instead of a fancy retreat. Not ideal. I had to pivot the week really fast and I had to cancel most things, including most of the retreat. I had to cancel a weekend with my best friend where we were meeting up with her birthday. I had to cancel the next weekend with another friend in Calgary. It was pretty terrible. It was, it was not good. I was really lucky to have a mild case of COVID and that my symptoms were manageable, but for something that I was so excited about to get canceled, it was really disappointing. Because it was so last minute, as as these things are, and I wanted to stay somewhere where I had a direct door to outside or like a balcony or something because I just couldn't picture myself being cooped up for five days. There were not a lot of options for places for me to stay. And obviously I needed an entire Airbnb because I was isolating so I couldn't share anything. Airbnb prices where I was, I think the average was $362 a night and it just seemed all very 
outlandish. And so instead I booked a motel because direct door outside, then I can easily get groceries and things delivered. I can also just go outside, go for walks, get fresh air. So I spent six days in a dark motel room at the end of April. I had my own door going straight outside. So I spent most of my time walking. I strategically picked a place within walking distance of Lake Ontario. And I realized later Etobicoke Creek and outside was honestly my lifeline for six days. I racked up 20,000 steps a day and I made myself even more uncomfortable by getting three of the biggest blisters I have ever seen on my heels and getting a brutal sunburn on my forehead. I always try to look for the lesson in every experience and I tried that. I tried that for the whole six days. I really wanted there to be some kind of big insight, some kind of big life lesson to make all of this worth it, but I'm not going to lie to you, that didn't really happen. The one thing I realized was that I think I'm blocking myself off from truly feeling disappointed, almost like I don't know how to experience that emotion. I do not know how to experience disappointment. And I think there's something to that. I think that because I don't fully let myself experience that, like it kind of hangs a little bit like a cloud, you know, I don't remember having space to fully feel disappointed as a kid or feel it and have it validated, have it acknowledged. I don't recall that. So I guess what I learned from this whole COVID experience is that I still have work to do on letting myself really connect with that emotion and feel it so it can actually fully pass. I'm still a work in progress on this one. It was a whole lost week in terms of work at a time when my self-image probably could not handle another off week in terms of work. And I felt like my mental health suffered for it. So I'm really glad that I had the outside <clears throat> because without that, the struggle would have been even more real. And that leads me into point two of what was not aligned or I guess what I what I didn't manage to do. So it didn't feel aligned anyways. Uh, and that is keeping up with consistency on things like season two of this podcast and of my weekly email list. And this is not a comfortable thing for me to talk about because I really am attached to the image of myself as someone who is consistent and someone who pushes through and like does what needs to get done and has endless streams of motivation. And I'm having to come to terms right now with the reality that I'm not that person right this second. I really wish I was. And I really preferred that version of myself, but I'm not there right now. So when I promised a few episodes ago that we were back season two, there's going to be a weekly episode. And then I didn't follow through on that. That doesn't make me feel good. I can't even just blame it on COVID because in order to get the podcast recorded and edited and live on time, I would have had to batch some episodes before leaving for my retreat, before my trip. And I didn't complete that. I didn't finish it. The procrastination just got the better of me and I wound up leaving for my trip without episodes batched and recorded and I dropped the ball on it. Similar thing with my email list of I typically at the end of the month spend one day batching my emails for the following month and prepping what gifts I include because I always film a gift to put in each of my emails. I had done that, but like I hadn't loaded it into my email provider. Sometimes my brain likes to think that a task is fully complete when it's not fully complete. Maybe you can relate to that. I think because I thought I'd written them in my notes app that they were just somehow magically going to get sent and they weren't. They weren't going to magically get sent. And so I managed to ghost you as a listener of the podcast on here 
for like six weeks. And then I managed to do the same thing with my email list for four weeks, which just compounds my not feeling great. And again, here, I would love to tie this into an inspirational story and message and have a learning lesson like perfectly packaged to offer up to you, but I'm not there yet with it. I'm still struggling with starting back up again after taking a break at the beginning of Q1 in terms of the podcast. And I'm still struggling with how it feels to break what is a really good habit or a really good streak, uh, which is what my email list was like because I'd been really consistent with it. So I'll have to keep you updated on how all that keeps feeling. But I did want to be honest because these alignment reports are not going to be valuable for you if I only share the things that are going well. I also am committed to sharing what is not going so well for me right now. And what is not going well for me is that consistency and that focus and the commitment to showing up and the ability to self-motivate. That's where I'm at. And the third thing of non-alignment for April is that through all of this, all of these mental gymnastics I put myself through, a lot of what I had originally been planning for my new offer suddenly didn't feel aligned anymore. That was another thing that was disappointing is that I tell myself I'm so ready to launch something new, but then I keep changing my mind about aspects of it. And so nothing is solid enough to actually put out there yet. And what I realized when I thought about it is that what I was creating simply didn't feel different enough. Like I was somehow still trying to fit inside the box of how everybody else in my niche does education, how everybody else in my niche does coaching and does their offers and their services. And when I was honest with myself, I realized that's not what I want. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in the meaningful action section. So we're going to pivot over to that right now. So in the most meaningful actions is One, I started having more actual conversations about my new offer. I talked to people about it. I talked to friends about it, to clients about it, to people I met at the events that I was able to attend. I paid very close attention to which questions I was having to answer with each new person that I spoke to about it. And I watched their reactions closely. So I trained my awareness on what are people excited about? What is confusing for them? And then I used what I noticed to shape the direction of where it's going. And I'm new to this kind of informal market research. So instead of like getting on 20 minute calls with people and peppering them with a list of questions, I let it be more organic this time. I feel like that style is suiting me better at this stage of life and business where it's not quite so rigid. All of that information is still percolating, still figuring it out, turning it around, making decisions that are aligned and in the direction that I want to go. And as soon as those decisions are more solid, you will hear about it on here. Another meaningful action this month is I pitched two podcasts and I got accepted to two podcasts. So odds are good here. Granted, I did have warm introductions to both people because we were in a group together. Talk about minimal effort and maximum reward. I have been unlearning a lot of the falsehoods that social media teaches us. And one of those is that the amount of time invested in a strategy does not always equal the true results of a strategy. It's not like time in results out. It's not how it works. Because when I think of how much time I used to spend making graphics and writing captions and filming reels, and I compare that to how much of an impact that those things brought to my business, it doesn't even come close to the impact of getting introduced to someone's warm audience on their podcast 
and having a genuine conversation that I would love to have anyways, even if it wasn't being recorded. Each pitch email, it probably took me like less than five minutes to completely personalized because my rule for pitching podcasts is zero copy paste ever. I heard back from both hosts right away. So my time effort here on this marketing avenue is like five minutes per email and then a couple seconds to schedule it and then an hour or so to record. Podcast guesting continues to be a really great strategy for me in that it feels good. It feels aligned from essentially all angles. Third meaningful action this month, I gave a few presentations this month. Uh, one of them was for my side project, which is List It Right, where I do copywriting for realtors and I write high emotion property descriptions. And then the other presentation was for an economic development group. And in that one, I reviewed websites in the tourism industry, one-on-one -on -one with business owners. Presentations and things like audits, Q and A's, they're always so enlightening for me because they put me so right into my client's mindset and help me to really understand where they are at, which both feels good, like on an emotional human level, but also from a business level, I can better understand where they're at. It's funny, every time I put up a question box on Instagram back in the days when I remembered to use Instagram, I would get no questions. And yet, if I think about it, I'm being asked questions literally all the time. They're just happening in emails and they're happening on calls. Even though they're not happening at the moment when I've asked for them on social media, they are there. And noticing these questions always helps me to be a better business owner. I'm gonna challenge you this month to do the same, to notice the questions that you are being asked by your clients in all of the places, not just when you ask them to ask you questions. And for you to tune into where they're at, really listen to where they're at because your awareness of their state of mind and their pressing concerns is everything. Please do report back. Tell me how that goes. I would love to hear. These presentations were meaningful because they contribute to my goal, which is 12 public speaking engagements this year, which I think I might surpass uh, because I'm already sitting at seven and we aren't quite halfway into the year yet. Plus, I think there's a little bit of momentum there. So I'm hoping that that number just keeps increasing. And I'm going to put out a call to you since you are listening to this show right now. Are you part of any group who has educational webinars or a conference of some type? Or do you host a podcast yourself that I could guest on? Any warm introductions to people who engage speakers would be very helpful. If you know of any, please send me an email at hello at clearcourtscreative.co. And before wrapping up this episode, I just want to say I know that this one wasn't quite as uplifting as, as many of them are, but I hope that you get something from it just the same. If only the realization that it's hard for everyone sometimes. And that applies to me too. You might be tempted if you're kind of feeling like me, like you're in that low part, you're in that dip, to skip this kind of reflection, but don't. Don't do that. Um, if you skip the reflection when things are hard, you leave yourself no opportunity to glean the lessons from it. It's uncomfortable to be uncomfortable. I get it. I'm in it right now. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. But it is always worthwhile to do the reflecting, especially when it's hard, because it's one way that you can show up for you. So look over April. I know that now as you're listening to this, we're into May, but look over the last little bit and assess for yourself what is aligned for you, what has been aligned for you in the past four weeks or so. 
what was not aligned for you? What did you say no to? What did you get like a bad sense about that you decided not to do? What meaningful actions were the things that actually drove results in your business and how can you do more of those? That wraps up April's alignment report. I commit to you that May's alignment report will be on time and that season two episodes will continue soon. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.